0: Good evening, and uh, tonight I want to just thank you for watching this video. I want to thank you for um, being gracious and forgiving to me. Uh, as you know, we were in revival last week, and so there were three nights that I was unable to do the devotion. had one night of doing the devotion. And then we had kind of a family emergency on Friday. We had to head up to Clinton, Iowa, five hours to get a family member who had fallen and uh, broken a knee. And so, uh, on Thursday night, and so uh, we were just getting home Friday from that trip to Iowa, St. Louis and back. Uh, and I think I walked in the door at eight o'clock and had, um, actually been sick again. So, uh, it was just one of those nights. And so I am glad to be back with you, and I want to thank you for sticking through it. Uh, if you have quit the ministry, then you wouldn't be watching this. So that's why I am saying thank you, whether you're watching or listening uh, to these uh, nightly devotions. We had started this process of being overcomers. And we started looking at that we are um, trying to overcome for the goal of inheriting what Jesus wants us to inherit. Uh, we looked at how that begins to work. We looked about how we think. And so as we think, um, that what is what we become. And then we looked after we think that we have to walk. That we have to take our thoughts and desires and action and put them into practice. And so when we begin to think the way God wants us to and walk the way God wants us to, we looked at how we can't get sidetracked. All of us can begin to do something with the best of intentions and then uh, be sidetracked and lose uh, kind of our focus, our goal of what God wants for us. So we were there. And then we looked at how we should follow examples, good examples. We should be good examples, but that not everyone who comes into our life is there for the right reasons. And that some of them, as we finished up last time, were enemies of the cross of Christ. And we stopped there. And I told you that I wanted to show you how you can know whether someone in your life is either there for the honor of God, the glory of God, or they're there for themselves. And you say, oh, Jake, we can't know the heart, and we can't know um, the motives of people. And you are right. But God gives us a clear example of how to look at someone's life and see the fruit behind why they do what they do. And you and I can evaluate our life and see why we do what we do. And so it says here in verse 19, talking about the enemies of Christ, whose end is destruction, who God is in their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. I don't want you to miss this. Got an itch in my eyebrow, sorry. He starts with what their fate's going to be. So he says, they're going to end up in destruction. They're going to end up in hell. They're going to end up in total darkness. They're going to end up away from God. And you say, oh, so we have the effect before we have the cause. It should cause us to listen and say, I don't want that for my life. I don't want that for my children. I don't want that for my family. And it goes on to say, whose God is their belly. And what that means is that everything they are doing is to feed their desire. So if someone is kind to you, it's probably important for you to know what are they trying to get out of it? What are they trying to accomplish from it? You say, well, Jake, you can't go around living your life that way all the time. You're right. But what you can do is see how people's track record are. Do they come around when they need something or are they there when you need something? Are they willing to give in the relationship or are they always taking? He goes on and says, whose glory is their shame. And what that means by that is that they will brag about their own works, their goodness, their abilities. You've probably been around someone who can only sing their own praises how wonderful they are at this, how wonderful they are at that, how how wealthy they are, how talented they are, how how this and how that, and it just makes you want to vomit. (laughs) But their glory that they think is bringing them happiness is their shame. Because one, we as Christians don't live for ourselves, we live for the Lord. Two, we don't live for our own glory, we live for God's glory and what he can accomplish through us. And the final thing that you can look and see is this, who set their mind on earthly things. If someone comes into your life and all they are worried about are the things of this life, what they're going to do for vacation, what they're going to do on the weekends, what they're going to do with their hobbies, what they're going to do with their time, how they can make more and accumulate more. Friends, those are not people that God is blessing. Those are people who are earthly minded. And the Bible says that we're not to be earthly minded. We're to be thinking about spiritual things. How many people can I share the good news of Jesus with? How much time can I serve and sacrifice in helping love other people and show them the love of Jesus? How can I spend time worshiping God in Bible study and prayer and in church? I want to worship him because what he's done for me. That's heavenly minded. And if someone is in your life and they are not heavenly minded, and yet they are claiming to speak for God or to represent God, look at me today. They are headed for destruction. They have either been lied to or lied to themselves. And so we as God's people need to be praying for them, but we need to be on guard. Don't take advice and don't build close relationships that impact your decision making with people who don't love Jesus or who aren't seeking the same things that you are. Because he says here that this is why, because we are so much different than lost people. In verse 20, it says, For our citizenship is in heaven, for which we are also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, I am not of this world. I am a heaven-bound believer. My citizenship is there." He says, God is there. And in verse 21, it says that God is going to do something for us who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, my crown and my joy, stand fast in the Lord. He says, Don't forget that there is coming a day when this body, this flesh, is going to experience a miracle. I have been trying to lose weight. Lost 35 pounds, I've got 36 more pounds to go. I can tell you I don't hurt as much as I did hurt. Uh, I can tell you I have more energy than I had before. Uh, I can tell you that eating different has my stomach upset every moment of every day. Uh, There are days that I feel weak, and other days I feel like I could could run a marathon. Not well, but try. But one of these days, this body that it can get sick, get fat, get bald, is going to just continue to wear out. Some of you who are a little more advanced in age than me are saying, preach on, brother, preach on. But Paul says, one of these days, the miracle power of God. When I die and the resurrection happens, this body is going to be changed. It's going to be changed into a body that will never grow old. A body that will never grow sick. A body that will never experience pain or death again. And Paul says, hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> Don't forget that, brothers, when you feel like you're going to quit, when you feel like you're going to falter, when you're feeling like you're going to fail for the last time. Don't give up because the miracle, miraculous power of God has a bright future for you and I. As always, I want to thank you for watching tonight, and I pray that you would uh, be blessed by these short uh, devotionals from the Lord. Word of God, I always want to encourage you to like the ministry page, to share these. Uh, and just remember, if I can do anything for you or pray for you or help you in any way, please don't hesitate. And so as always, God bless. And if the Lord is willing, I'll see you tomorrow night. <laughs>